Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. In today's program, we bring you an experience-sharing article from the 19th China Fahui entitled Validating Falun Dafa While Doing Construction Work by a Falun Dafa Practitioner in China. The English translation was published on the Minghui website on November 18, 2022. I live in the countryside in northeast China, and I began to practice Falun Dafa in 1998 one year before the Chinese Communist Party, also known as CCP, launched a nationwide campaign against the peaceful mind-body spiritual discipline. On the occasion of the 19th China Fahui, I would like to share a special experience of mine when I worked at various construction sites and clarified the truth to my co-workers. Falun Dafa gave me good health and taught me to be a good person. There has never been any legal basis to justify the CCP's persecution of Dafa. So after the onset of the persecution, I started to talk to people around me, explaining to them what Falun Dafa is and debunking the CCP's hate propaganda against Dafa. After I clarified the truth to almost everyone around me, I thought about approaching more people. I got the idea of working at construction sites during the off-season of my farming work. I did the construction job for a total of three years and was able to talk to many construction workers about DAFA. Part 1. Keeping up with FAS study and exercises Knowing the importance of studying DAFA's teachings, I brought my DAFA books to the construction sites. Every day after dinner, I would find a quiet place to do the exercises. The dorm would usually have quieted down by the time I returned from doing the exercises, so I would then start studying the Dafa teachings. I shared a double metal bunk bed with another worker, and I slept on the lower level. To avoid disturbing him, I put up curtains on all four sides of the bed. I had a little lamp so I could study Dafa's teachings in the curtain-enclosed environment till midnight and go to sleep after sending forth righteous thoughts. To avoid affecting my construction job, I usually got up after 2 o'clock in the morning. After doing the standing exercises outside, I returned to my bed to do the sitting meditation. Although I was only sleeping for less than three hours a day, I was energetic and did not feel sleepy. I also hand-copied master's articles and taped them on the back of the top-level bunk bed so that others couldn't see it. When other people were chit-chatting, I would lie in bed and look at the articles and try to memorize them one by one. There were many mosquitoes at the work sites, and I got many mosquito bites. Upon returning to my dorm, however, the large bumps miraculously disappeared even before I finished the sitting meditation. They were not itchy either. Part 2. Telling People About Falun Dafa Master said in the article, Sage, from Essentials for Further Advancement, quote, He has bountiful virtue and also maintains a benevolent heart. He is full of great aspirations while minding minor details, unquote. As a Falun Dafa practitioner, I reminded myself to live by Dafa principles all the time. 
Every day after the work was done, my co-workers would go directly to the dining hall for dinner. I always took a shower, changed my clothes, and cleaned my dirty clothes before eating. Sometimes I arrived late and there was no food left. The cook would make some noodles for me, and I never complained. Many workers were so exhausted that they did not even want to take a shower, much less do their laundry. Some even wore the same outfit for several days on end. Seeing me always neatly dressed, they were surprised. Are you going out for a date? Some joked and asked. They could not believe I was just a farmer working the construction job during the farming off-season. When I first started my new job, few workers paid attention to me, but they soon noticed how different I was from the average workers. I could handle two persons' tasks by myself. The large wheelbarrows we used, for example, could weigh nearly 400 kilograms when loaded with cement or rocks. It was not easy even for two people to push them around, but I did that by myself with ease. Sieving sand was laborious, and even two workers might not be quick enough. I did that myself, too, and had time for breaks. I did things well and quickly and always finished things early. My co-workers were amazed to see me walking with ease and handling things with little effort. They did not know that I was always reciting Master's Fa teachings while doing my tasks. I had recited from memory two poems from Honging Four. Righteous thoughts and stirred by reflection, countless times. The more I recited them, the happier I was and the lighter my body was. There was energy surrounding me, especially behind me. There was a gigantic Falun law wheel that kept rotating very powerfully as if it was pushing me forward. I felt as if I was almost flying, and it was a wonderful experience. My boss was also happy with my performance. In front of the others, he said to me, Because you are so efficient, you can call it a day whenever you want. Others cannot do that. He also said that while others were required to take rainy days off, I could still come to earn money. I told my boss that I needed to take several minutes off at noon every day to send forth righteous thoughts. He was fine with that, and my co-workers were also supportive. I always felt master by my side. When doing the sitting meditation or sending forth righteous thoughts, I felt my body was gigantic, and it was eliminating vicious elements in other dimensions. It was just like what Master wrote in Righteous Thoughts from Honging Five, quote, They surge like thunderbolts to cosmic heights. Roaring with colossal power, they reach beyond the heavens. They sweep across the cosmos, no crevice left untouched eliminating at once all that's degenerate and deviant, unquote. I am introverted and usually do not speak much, but in order to clarify the facts, I often took the initiative to greet others first. Sometimes when eating together, I left good food for my co-workers. When seeing them have difficulty moving things around, I often volunteered to help them. Every day I was happy, kind, and generous. I knew that every word or action of mine was validating Dafa. When co-workers saw how I carried myself, they trusted me and became receptive when I urged them to quit the CCP organizations. Every construction site I worked at was big, since many buildings were over 30 floors high. The workers also came and went, 
Whenever possible, I would talk to them about Falandafa. One day, I put up a two-yard-high blue styrofoam board on the construction site elevator. The board had the words, Falandafa is good, and truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. The owners, managers, team leaders, and workers all saw it. They smiled, talked about it, and asked me questions. Everyone was happy. Sometimes when seeing me coming from a distance, people would call out loud, Falandafa is good. Part 3. Wisdom Gained from Dafa Although I only had an elementary school education, I gained wisdom from Dafa with help from Master. When I talked to people about Dafa and quitting the CCP, they had no problems accepting it. Master also gave me the wisdom to do my day job well. I could easily figure out how to operate whatever construction equipment we had to use. Once my boss said he'd give us one day off because the elevator at the construction site broke down and he couldn't get a hold of the elevator company's technician. Since one day off would mean no pay for us workers and no revenue for the company, I volunteered to help fix the elevator. My boss doubted I could help, but allowed me to try. Fortunately, I was able to pinpoint the problem immediately, and the elevator started working again. Falandafa is extraordinary, called out my boss happily. At another time, the cement mixer truck stopped working. The technician was not there, and we were told to take half a day off. I asked the team leader if I could take a look at the mixer, and he nodded yes. I saw some nuts loosened, so I tightened them up. The truck went back to normal, and everyone was impressed. Part 4. Miracles I Had Experienced One day there was a lot of wind. As some workers and I were taking the elevator on the worksite, we saw a high-voltage electric wire blown out of the basket. Because of the high voltage, it would be a catastrophe if it were to touch the metal framework of the elevator. I immediately reminded everyone to recite Falandafa is good and truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. Everyone was shocked and joined in reciting the phrases. Then a miracle happened. The thick, heavy electric cable fell into the basket as if a giant hand put it in there. Everyone who witnessed this was amazed by Falandafa. When cleaning up the basement, we often stepped on long nails in the metal frames and wooden boards. The light was dim in the basement, and the nails could easily pierce the soles of our shoes and even through our feet. It'd usually take other workers more than a week to recover from such an injury, but I would just keep doing whatever I was doing after pulling the nails out. I never missed even one day's work during my three years of construction work. I knew Master was always by my side, and my co-workers also witnessed the miracles brought about by Dafa. As they recited Falandafa is good and truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good, these words were also ingrained in their minds. Thank you, Master. Thank you, fellow practitioners.
Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.